Hello, good evening, welcome to the sixth, that's right, the sixth episode of the Something Isn't Right podcast. The sixth. The sixth. In case you didn't get enough saliva the first time. No, no, not defeat. The sixth episode of the Something Isn't Right podcast. It's me. See twice. Yeah. It's going to stick two episodes now. Two episodes now. We've just been doing a whole lot of shits. Hopefully you guys are having a lot of fun. We've been just doing shits and being adults and doing whatever else. What have you guys been up to? This kind of sounds like a Blue's Clues. Remember when you used to talk to the fucking... <laughs> they used to frustrate the shit out of me when Dora would talk to the screen like... I, I was... never really watched Dora. I used to have to watch it because of the younger cousins, so... I'm sure. Yeah. No, I we really only did. have like two. Well, we were there all the time. <laughs> they were at the house all the time. I'm just kidding. Ask them no vouch for me. It's so funny. Like when I first met Christian, like we spent the first Christmas. Oh no. Maybe it was the second first Christmas. First Christmas. The second Christmas when we went to your family's house and I was like, where's everybody else? Because he literally has like two cousins. I have like 16. <laughs> so Christmas was like super loud for me growing up yeah all we smoke is loud now that's true <laughs> but yeah we've just been uh doing we've just been stuff. busy no i mean with work keeping busy we, we both have full-time jobs we on have the top privilege of, of being busy yeah that's true on top of two of our pug sons yeah we got one of our we got loki he got his uh he got his testes clipped he got neutered, and he also got his hernia fixed, so he's living that cone life. Yep, right now. And he hasn't peed on stuff, so cross your fingers, because all he does is piss everywhere in my house. He's he's still super hyper and stuff, so. But yeah, so that's why we've been a little MIA. We haven't been gone that long. Speaking of which. <laughs> what? Nothing. Have you ever uh, seen... You know a uh, Pokemon by the name of Ditto? I do. Well, that's kind of not really what this episode's going to be about. <laughs> Should I explain? Yes, please explain. We're going to be talking all about shapeshifters. Different kinds, yeah. And We've touched on a little bit before, I think, in our National Parks um, episode. Yeah. Right? Yeah. In the National Parks episode, we very briefly spoke about shapeshifters. That's not what they're called, though. I know, but I'm just using it. It's like under the umbrella. Ella. A. A. Oh, but before that, um, I literally just found this article and we were setting up and I, it was it's pretty gruesome. So I'm going to read it to you guys verbatim. Oh, before before that. Thank you guys for 3,000 fans on Facebook. We are growing hella fast. 3,000 likes. Yeah, thank you guys. Go ahead. Sorry. No, that, I mean, is that all you wanted to say? Yeah, that's literally all I want to say. Thank you guys for 3,000. We keep growing. Tell now, your friends if only about us. All 3,000 of you listened. That would be amazing. Mm -hmm. Yep, we'll be there. Um, but, anyways, so this happened in Florida. You know, Florida. Um, this is an article from nydailynews.com. So, basically, this 
house was found with jars filled with human remains dating back to the 1960s. So this is what it says. Police in northern Florida found several jars filled with preserved human remains this week while inspecting the foundation of a home that was once owned by owned by a researcher and professor. He's a fucking scientist just <laughs> doing experiments on people. At least six jars containing formaldehyde and decade-old body parts, including tongues dating back to the 1960s, were found in a crawlspace during the inspection in Gainesville, according to local news, a local news station. Each jar report, reportedly holds about a gallon, about one gallon, and is labeled with a name and a date. So they were, there's names to these body parts. The gruesome discovery may be linked to work performed by Dr. Ronald Buman. I think Ronald that's how you say his name. Buman. A former researcher and current professor at the University of Florida. Crazy. All you gators. First Aaron Hernandez, now fucking Ronald Buman. Was Aaron Hernandez? Really? Yeah, he's a Florida I should know gator. that. I watched like two documentaries mm -hmm. on him. Yeah. He's a Florida gator. Same with Tim Tebow. Crazy. But he yeah. He's produced some interesting people. And the house is, like, creepy looking. It's just, like, this really, like, average looking house. But knowing there's, like, jars of body parts and it just makes it that much creepier. Yeah. I wonder, I mean, there's a possibility that he, like, nah, I don't really, I was going to throw something abstract out there. but he, Well, they're probably not, like, obviously not body parts of, like, people he murdered or anything. It's probably, like, through lab, like, through the just university. Just weird that he has it there, yeah. Like that article, I mean, it was sad. It came out later on that it was like satire, but um, that one man that worked like at a morgue or something mm -hmm. like that, and they found like a bunch of penises in his house. They just, he was just cutting everybody's dicks off. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I think that was like debunked, but I don't know. This just dropped today, so we'll see how this kind of unfolds. It's like a, a, a dick goodie bag he had to take with every person at the morgue. That's terrible. Well, what are they going to do with their dicks? They're going to get haunted by, like, dickless ghosts. Where's just... my wiener? <laughs> Give me my wiener. <laughs> Hashtag WMW. Where's my wiener? I don't know why every time I imitate a ghost, I make it sound like that. <laughs> yeah, you make it sound like he's just shaking his hands. He's it has to be, like, a legitimate sheet. <laughs> That's the kind of ghost you envision. It's never just... It's the one that has an arms wiggly, like the fucking Snapchat emoji. Actually, kind of like our logo. Yeah. True. Okay, so do you want to read your stuff first? I don't feel like mine is as long as yours. Oh, yeah, definitely, because mine are fucking stronger and faster and cooler than yours. Okay, so what we're how we're going to set this up, I did research on Wendigos, and Christian did research on Skinwalkers. After we read our research... We're gonna debate which one would, which one would win in a in a fight, I guess. Yeah, that's exactly what we're gonna debate. There's not gonna be a debate though. Okay, we'll see. So you're a team Skinwalker. I am. Okay. Okay. Lay do it you, on me. Do you know what a Skinwalker is? A little bit, maybe, perhaps. Sorry. Do you know where your microphone's located? I'm sorry, I hit it with my coffee mug. Yeah, I saw. I was watching out of the corner of my eye. But, again, back to what I was saying. What do you know about skinwalkers? Are you, like, talking to me or yes, to I the am. audience? Okay, I can't, I can't break the fourth wall. Why are you talking so animated? I'm trying to sound, I'm trying to sound more animated. 
Okay, um, I vaguely know about them. Just the little bit of research I did when I was doing the research for the disappearance uh, is disappearances. For the disappearances. The disappearances in like national the, parks. You sound like the evil Russian guy from Anastasia. I love that movie. What's his name? Rasputin. I forgot. Yeah. What am I thinking? How do I not know that? Back to what I was saying. Skinwalkers. Now. In Navajo culture. Yeah, that's right. Navajos. Native Americans. A skinwalker is a type of witch who has the ability to turn, possess, or disguise themselves as an animal. Is there like animals that they like favorite there's a couple animals that they do favor and i will get to that and it's good time okay i'm sorry jesus i'm curious okay but all right and now hear me out on this because i don't know how well i'm saying this because navajo i don't speak it it's pronounced (laughs) how they what they say skinwalker ye lushi don't know if that's right, but I tried my best. And that's all that matters in 2020. Doing my fucking best. Doing our best. <laughs> and we can fucking both jump in the freeze frames with our hands in it. Oh, we can do fusion dance. Nah. Yeah, it has to be someone wanna, of equal power I wouldn't want to fuse with you anyways. You couldn't fuse You're with clumsy. Me. You couldn't fuse with me because I'm a higher power level than you, but nah. we'll move forward. <laughs> Whatever. All right, so. The Navajo believe that there are places on Earth that are both good and evil. So these places have good and evil energies that are naturally present and occurring. And they believe that the powers of those places can be harnessed for either good or evil. Simple enough. Depending on who is trying to obtain the power. For example, medicine men. Native American medicine men. I'm not talking your average neighborhood street drug dealer. I'm not talking about those guys. Not the ones that give us the medicine, the green medicine. None Is of that. Is that what they're considered, medicine men? No, but that'd be a that's a cool title if you were a drug dealer. Be like, like oh, I'm a, let, me, let me hook you up with my boy. And he's look in his phone. It's medicine man. <laughs> it's a medicine man. You had to put it on the credit app. They're like, what do you do for a living? And you're like, I'm a medicine man. He's like, oh fuck. That's that's fucking awesome. I that, feel like that's the kind of drug dealer that would like carry on crystals or something yeah, like that. Yeah, healing crystals. He'd have like a man bun. And Made a of Keith. Yoga mat. Yeah, and a fucking bandana that's folded awkwardly. I but, hate when people wear bandanas. But back to what I was saying. Medicine men from the Navajo culture. They utilize the powers of these places to heal and protect members of the community. While these other people on the other side of the Yang... Yin, are known as witches and are believed to intentionally harness that energy to cause harm or misfortune to others so they're always almost always evil then yeah for the most part okay. there's like it's like a 95 five percent that's not that that's almost every time but. okay so first things first physical appearances this is what i kind of this is this is how I can describe them. The actual appearance of a true skinwalker is unknown. So I said while the actual appearance of a skinwalker is unknown, it can be described to look kind of like how Professor Lupin looks in Harry Potter. I don't know who that is. For those people who don't know and have not seen that movie, <laughs> exactly, exactly. 
You've thought of everything. It kind of looks like a man-woman transitioning from like a human to a wolf. So they're not a full wolf, but they're like a werewolf-looking animal. But it's nothing like what you would see as depiction of a werewolf. Don't think that. Just think about the ugly transition phase where they're like bones are always cracking. They're like... Kind of like American Werewolf in Paris. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like American Werewolf in Paris. But they are said... To have hollowed out characteristics. So they don't look like um, a well-fed werewolf. They look like one that like has no ribs and it's all fucked up. And it looks like a, a tree trunk when it falls and it rots. So it's like a, like kind of like a decomposing one. Kind of, but not with like visible decomposure. It just, they, they are said to have like these vicious metabolisms to where that's why their bodies look the way they do. Because okay. they don't have enough. They feed upon themselves. Um, here's 14 factoids about skinwalkers. <laughs> Number one. A skinwalker is a person with the ability to transform into any different type of animal at will. So it's they're not just um, like solely can turn into one animal. They can shape shift into any animal that convenience that like. That's exactly. convenient for them at the time. Exactly. So if they need to like cross the river, they can be like, I'm going to be a fucking salmon. Yeah, be a salmon or a Lapras, like in Pokemon. <laughs> but they're not Pokemon. I know, but never mind. We'll continue. They are most frequently seen, although they can transform into a bunch of cool shit. Whatever you want to transform into if you're a skinwalker. Not that it's cool to be a skinwalker, but they can transform. As coyotes, wolves, foxes, eagles, owls, or... Cows. Imagine it. Cows. Cows. What's the benefit of becoming a cow? I don't know. Maybe to blend in with other cows when you're trying to kill cows. That's true. Rumpelstiltskin, my man. Number three. Some can also steal the faces of people that they encounter. Hell no. Mm-hmm. I hate shit like that. Like doppelganger. All that stuff creeps me out. And they can appear as someone you know. That's even worse. You know how they steal it? How? Making eye contact with you. I'm cool. I don't make eye contact with no one. That's true. You're not lying about that. I stare at the floor. Don't look at me. Rare skinwalkers can also have the ability to enchant the powder of corpses and use the substance as poison dust on victims. Wait. the po- Like they turn the people into powder? Dead corpses. They have powder. They turn into poison. That's disrespectful. I know. The legend of skinwalkers originally originates from the Navajo. And I told you about that. They're a southwestern Native American tribe. So for the most part, the Navajo and obviously other, I guess, cultures have spoke about this. But this is like a real big no-no on the reservation. You do not want to talk to them about this because it's very serious when you when you bring these things up. Well, yeah, I remember not to bring up Ghost Adventures again, but there's like one episode where he's like, they're like, um, I think near Skinwalker Ranch or something like that. And one of the like Native Americans is like, you don't really believe or you wouldn't be here. And he's like, but I do believe. And he's like, no, because if you really believed, you would not be here. Like it's fucking scary. Yeah. They had like, I think they had like issues trying to like interview people about it. Really? They don't like to talk about that kind of stuff. It's like 20, uh, what is that? 20 days of, or 30 days of night. Yeah. But you know what's crazy, like how you were saying about other like 
cultures or whatever hmm. i feel like there's a lot of cultures that have like similar things to this like they have obviously like their own yeah um, variation yeah their own variation but a lot of them are like similar to what this is yeah so there's probably some significance to having all that there has to be like something some kind of phenomenon going on i told you about um basically what the that the navajo uh, medicine men like they use certain areas specifically that either they have just this raw unharnessed power that they try to channel for whatever they need do you ever think that those could also be relevant to the bases that we were talking about wait what the military bases oh yeah i, I mean i forgot to say that i mean we know that like certain i don't know about our government but like other governments around the world experiment with um combining like species yeah so i don't think it's too far-fetched to believe that our own government would be dabbling in something like that and was it the chinese or the japanese the chinese all right good because if it's the japanese like you guys didn't fucking learn from godzilla <laughs> stop it mothra i feel like people don't learn there's like so many movies about like how many like things can go wrong and people still do it just like contagion yeah with the bat and then people are like let's eat bats let's eat bats i think it's different if they were like maybe like farm like if people ate farm wild, to table bats if people <laughs> ate like wild animals but they were like ra like farm raised but mm -hmm. it's different when you're eating from the wild yeah they could just have fucking not that rabies. It, you shouldn't eat those either way but yeah. whatever this that's what we're talking about no one eats bats except for bigger bats we've learned that from movies <laughs> all right but uh ye nagalushi like i said before roughly translates to he who walks on all fours that's hmm. kind of creepy when i was little i used to try to walk on all fours i believe it i really did like i thought it would make me run faster is that weird? Well, I guess like when they you teach you, yeah, you they teach you like I don't know about you guys, but like in my elementary school, they would like have like different like either like firemen or like other people come talk to us, and they were always like, "Don't try and outrun a dog because they have four legs, so they're faster than you." Mm -hmm. So I can see where your logic was coming from. But their knees always go the opposite direction, and that's why I couldn't do it because my knees go the human direction. Yeah. Unlike skinwalkers, who. Guess what? Their knees go the opposite direction. No, thank you. Yeah. Just like that one fucked up alien movie. I don't remember what it's called, but I've mentioned <laughs> all the time. Um, Let's see. Skinwalkers have only entered the public discourse relatively recently compared to other phenomenon. In 1996, a team of scientists ventured to a Utah ranch. Mm -mm -mm. What ranch are we talking about? Skinwalker Ranch. To investigate a series of bizarre phenomena. <laughs> if their powers weren't enough, skinwalkers are also said to be able to run incredibly long distances. These motherfuckers are faster than Usain Bolt and can run forever. Guess how long they can run in one evening? How long? About 200 miles, they say. In one evening. <laughs> Fuck. Super strength, super endurance, super speed. Who who took down these stats? 
I don't know. I, I They said they can run up into 200 miles, so I'm just using my... I'm filling in the blanks. Okay. You know? Yeah. Because it's better than yours. Okay. <laughs> but they really can. 200 miles in one evening is what, there's, what they've been told. Like, they've seen the same creature spotted ridiculous distances away. Or they've been known to, like, chase people down. Um... They have a tendency, these skinwalkers, to hang around graveyards. Why? And back to the corpse thing, most likely. Oh, okay. And then they can dig up graves at an incredibly fast speed. So that's why it's easy for them to obtain these corpses. They just seem rude. They're like... <laughs> just If you ever see a bunch of like dirt flying around at night at a, at a cemetery, get the fuck out of there quietly. Well, I'm going to get the fuck out of the cemetery anytime it's dark. Why do people even think it's cool to walk through there? I don't know. I feel like people that do stuff like that don't believe in that kind of stuff. So they're just kind of like messy. You know what I mean? Just messy. being dicks. Yeah. Okay. Well, they can take many forms. Many people who have seen them today describe them again, as I said, a hollowed out dog-like creature. So it looks like a cross between a wolf dog man pig just kidding that's man bear pig <laughs> skinwalkers are said to have uh oh, excuse me skinwalkers are said to recruit more skinwalkers themselves so like they form a clan they're like trying to start a gang so they have turf wars against your guys so they like hey you want to be a skinwalker well you got to do some fucked up shit and let me tell you what it is that was my next question so. <laughs> i know there is some dispute in how this happens, but some say that there is an official ceremony and that skinwalkers only take their form when a gathering of people and specific chants. And then you're supposed to sacrifice and it's supposed to be a loved one, someone close to you, in order to get this ability. Oh, that's crazy. So you have to kill something close to you to like become a monster basically yeah you have to kill they basically cut off every human tie and that's how they become the creature um even with all of these advantages it is said that you can kill a skinwalker blank how do you think you could kill a skinwalker something silver nope what is it it's trivial it's kind of like rumpelstiltskin you just call the skinwalker by its original real name that's it and that kills them that's such a letdown that's the same thing with like it like you just talk shit to him make him feel super <laughs> self-conscious and then that's how you defeat him foul words crazy how that works right you're just an old lady or what <laughs> do they tell him yeah <laughs> it just looks all deflated <laughs> Last, number 14, skinwalkers are most commonly encountered near native reservations. We talked about that with the Navajo. But they've been seen all over the United States. Um, the Skinwalker Ranch in Utah is the most famous, but some people believe the rake, which is commonly encountered, or how do you say that? Rake? No, I don't know how to say it. It's the rake. The rake, which is commonly encountered rake sounds cooler. in the northeast, is similar to a skinwalker. I have a couple stories. Do you want to save the stories for the end? Sure. And I'll read like. I only have one story. Um, and then we could read yours. Yeah let me read. Do you want me to read one short one? This one's only this long. 
Well, I mean, we can't. I was just saying so we can, like, get, get through what versus. both are and then read our stories at the end. That's good. I'm down with that. Okay. So, it seems like skinwalkers are pretty similar to Wendigos, almost. Um, according to legends, depending on what legend you're hearing, a Wendigo is created whenever a human resorts to cannibalism to survive. So, this usually happens during harsh winters. Um, they are said to have an insatiable hunger for human flesh. No matter how much they eat, they remain hungry. Once a human has transformed into a Wendigo, there's no turning back. Um, or that it's a, or, so that's one theory of what a Wendigo is. So what they are. Yeah. And then another one is that it's just a physical being, like just a hideous monster that stalks the Northern woods, um, desperate and, you know, it's just hungry. So it just wants to eat. Yeah. It's just a real hungry guy. Yeah. Or thing. Thing. Um, the Wendigo is known to have preferences. Um, with his food? Yeah. I got this from um, grunge.com. Have preferences for sweet, for the sweet fat of children, the soft skin of women, and of course, muscles of men, especially warriors and hunter, or brittle bones of elderly. (laughs) So I guess no one's safe because that's pretty much almost anybody. Unless you're a fucking fat male. Yeah. Yeah. Again, if you're a fat dude, you're winning in this scenario. Yeah, I fucking guess. <laughs> He's like, you're fat. It's disgusting. It tastes like Cheetos. <laughs> Your fat tastes like Cheetos and lard. <laughs> Ew. That sounds disgusting. You, you smell like mayonnaise. <laughs> like 15-day mayonnaise in sun. Ew. No, I will not eat you now. <laughs> Please leave. <laughs> leave this leave this place before I am forced to make you leave. <laughs> okay. My name is Diego Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Stop it. <laughs> so what the Wendigo looks like kind of depends on who's telling you the story. Sometimes they're described as giants being as big as 15 feet tall in others, it's around eight feet tall, and in others, it's about the size of an average human. So it just depends on how tall people are. You know, like all the short people are like, it's like fucking 15 feet tall. <laughs> They're just average size for people, so that's why they think everything's tall. Yeah, I, can I can't that. believe that. It's fucking. But most of the time, um, they're always described with abnormally long limbs. So, like, super long, like, arms that drag down its side. What's that guy's name? The scary creepypasta. Uh, the ting is right on the tip of my tongue. The one that those little girls killed somebody or tried to kill somebody. Slender for Man. Slender Man. Mm-hmm. Um, where was I? It's I was going to sca- say Stick Man. <laughs> That's not stick as, Man. Not as intimidating. It sounds like It's a like sh- a scary movie, too, where she's like, you running from a bag of bones. <laughs> <laughs> there. It's like they're Sydney. at the... M- they're at the Marvel Studios and they're like brainstorming villains. They're like, "What? What about? What about Stickman?" They just crumple the paper up and throw it in the trash. They're like, "No, that sounds fucking terrible." That sounds terrible. Get out, Jerry. You're fired. <laughs> yeah, no more fucking jobs for you, Jerry. <laughs> its skin is either described as yellowish or having matted hair all over. Uh, not. Oh. I wasn't talking about any Jerry specifically. I was thinking about Rick and Morty's Jerry because no, the I way know. he pitches. 
hopefully my old boss never listens to oh, this you and he takes it down. No, I'm talking about I appreciate Rick and... you, Jerry. You have taught me a lot about the business. Rick and Morty's Jerry. Yeah. That Jerry crumbelievable. Um, so like I was saying, the skin is either described as yellowish or having matted hair all over. So fucking gross, first off. And in others it's described as dark grey and almost decaying skin. So it looks like a leper. Yeah, actually, that's really good. That's a really good description. Sometimes they're described with huge antlers, and sometimes they don't. They just have, like, long black hair. Jesus. Um, Commonalities between all the descriptions include glowing eyes, of Mm -hmm. course. You can't have a cryptid without glowing eyes. Yeah. Long things and really long tongues. They look like bootleg Krampus? Kind of. Like... Like a famished campus. With their long tongues. They're just getting spit all over their fangs. There's, I tried to listen to a few podcasts about Wendigos. There wasn't like too much. I ended up listening to one about um, a a Marvel character named Wendigo. (laughs) Yeah. Tell me. That was pretty interesting. Even though that character seems like a piece of shit because he like left his kid and stuff. Um, and then another one, this podcast called Into the Fray, and it's a woman and she kind of just like interviews, um, kind of like that confessionals podcast I listen to. She interviews people that experience things. So there is a lady on there that, um, encountered what she thinks is a Wendigo and it was actually really creepy. She like has to take a a pretty long route to get into town for work. Uh And she, like, saw this thing on the side of the road, and she didn't know what it was. And it was, like, I guess sitting, um, like, holding its knees. And she said it had really long black hair, like, if it, and it was wet. And it had really long limbs and long fingers. I don't know. It was really creepy. It's a really creepy episode. And she gets, like, kind of emotional. Like, she starts crying because she's thinking about it again. And she had, like, nightmares about this thing. Um, but it's episode 222, if anybody wants to listen to it. <laughs> There's like, it's just sitting there by the side of the road, just sad. He's like, man, I haven't eaten in so long. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. Um, all these legends seem to mention these things, though. So, winter, famine, starvation, extreme greed, gluttony, cannibalism, and malevolence. So, these things are never talked about in a positive light ever always like the bad parts of the bible it sounds like Mm -hmm. um well because if you believe like the um theory that it's like a human that wants to eat other humans then that's the monster they turn into but uh, i forgot what i was reading and they made a good point that maybe people made up not like if you if people you know or if you know somebody who's seen one of these things or I'm not saying that these things are made up, but maybe that they made this up to make sense of why people would eat each other during winters where you couldn't just go to the store and buy food you had to actually hunt your food mm-hmm. and um you know people would will do terrible things when they get hungry and I think it was maybe last episode we were talking about where. I was saying, yeah, it was the haunted objects that people don't know how to rationalize things. 
So it's better to like blame it on a ghost or some kind of monster than actually deal with the reality that, you know, some humans could just be evil. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like one that like kind of got me thinking like, okay, that makes sense. Like I can't fathom wanting to eat another person. So it makes sense that that person turns into like a monster and that's why they did it. Yeah. They um, should just focus on eating fat dudes and, and no one would give a shit about them. That's not true. I'm just kidding. Like yeah. Winnebago's. Wendigos. Sorry, Wendigos. I'll edit that out. <laughs> they don't like to eat fat I guys. know. That's what I'm saying. They but like if they the did muscle that, guys. So exactly. That's they what, beat after your ass. They'd I'm, be like, look how strong he is. I'm going to eat those thunder thighs. Hopefully they don't say that because that's not going to happen. Look at those kinkles. I know enough. I I know I was in karate long enough to to karate chop a Winnebago right in the face. I guess. Right in the fucking face. So their habitat. Um, it's said that the Wendigo inhabits the forests of Great Lakes and Canada. Uh, Kenora, Ontario is thought to be the Wendigo capital of the world because it has so many sightings. And incidents have taken place there um, numerous times. It attracted Wendigos originally because it used to be a tribal grounds uh, with many Native American settlements scattered throughout the area. Mm -hmm. There are also sightings reported from northern Minnesota. So this thing likes the cold. Um, And this is also, uh, I don't think, did I say it was origin? Its origin is Native American. Yeah, no. Okay, yeah, this origin is Native American. Um, okay, so... You, maybe they, they go in the water. Maybe. I mean, these things are, like... Um, from some YouTube videos I watched, they were saying, like, basically, if this thing wants to take you, it's going to take you. Like, yeah. it can go... It's a supernatural thing, so it, it is made of flesh, but supposedly you can, like go through walls it can climb trees it can swim it can like do everything so if this thing has a taste for you like it is what it is <laughs> this would be a fun ass moral combat match that's true <clears throat> okay <clears throat> so <clears throat> it's weaknesses and i got this information from fandom.com fire if you're out in an area known for Wendigos, it's said that having a fire going at all times will deter it from d- attacking. Kind of like Krampus, too. Exactly like Krampus. Um, but I it guess... Doesn't, it can't withstand fire. <laughs> but I guess they're like Wolverine because actually, <laughs> if it gets burned, it wounds... it. Oh my god, why can't I talk? It's like Wolverine because if you burn it, its wounds will heal itself. Yeah. So it's kind of, yeah, it has a healing factor. Yeah, so... It's supernatural. It will cause the Wendigo, like, pain or whatever, but it can't even kill it. So, okay. And the it other... It just doesn't want to endure that pain if it doesn't have to. Yeah. So why not just go pick on something else? And the other thing is silver. So the Wendigo cannot be hurt or killed by conventional methods or weapons, including blades or firearms. However, silver is lethal to the Wendigo. Silver bullets or pure or a pure silver blade um, can be ultimately. Wait, what? Can, oh, can ultimately cause the Wendigo great pain and kill the beast. Um, in all the articles I read, the only way to truly kill one of these things is to sneak up on it while it's sleeping, or passed out for some reason, 
and use a silver blade to stab it in the heart. The rest of the Wendigo must be dismembered with a silver-plated axe so you can salt so you can salt and burn the body um, and then scatter its ashes in the wind. Or as a second option, bury the pieces in a remote location. But if you mess this up, they will likely resurrect and kill the F out of you. Where's Blade when you need him? <laughs> Seriously. Just come out here with his silver sword, slicing motherfuckers' heads off. <laughs> come on, Wesley Snipes. Get your tech stuff correct. I really like those Blade movies. They're fucking way ahead of their time. Yeah, like, they were really good. The, I mean, there was a lot of... In the second one, I want to say there was a lot of computer animation. But the all the stunts that he did, a lot of those were him, right? I mean, yeah, I He didn't so. use a fucking stunt double. Wesley Snipes is a real one, just like He's Jackie way underplayed. Chan. Yeah, Wesley Snipes is way underplayed. He was fucking great in White Man Can't Jump. He, that was a good movie, too. I also liked him in... Um, I know what you're going to say. Okay, I won't say it. Yeah, exactly. Don't fucking ruin the great man, Wesley Snipes. <laughs> He's already been tarnished enough. Okay, so there is another, um, I guess, kind of avenue to what these Wendigos could be. So there is such thing called Wendigo psychosis. Wendigo psychosis, which is considered by some psychiatrists to be a syndrome that creates an intense craving for human flesh and a fear of becoming a cannibal, ironically. So you're scared of becoming a cannibal, but you're also craving to eat a human. Um, this psychosis is said to occur within people living around the Great Lakes of Canada and the United States. Wendigo uh, psychosis usually develops in the winter in individuals who are isolated by heavy snow for long periods. Here are some of the symptoms. Poor appetite, nausea, vomiting, um, and you develop a delusion of being transformed into a Wendigo. So basically, you have to know what this thing is to, to have that. To have this, yeah. Uh, people who develop this see everyone around them as edible, but at the same time, they have a fear of becoming a Wendigo. So they're torn. They're like, if I give in to my craving of eating a human, I'm going to become this thing. And so that kind of stops them from eating. That's good. But I they mean, should just focus on, instead of looking at people as edible, they should just eat edibles. Yeah. And if, then get if stoned everybody and be fine. just mm -hmm. ate edibles, everyone would be so much nicer to each other. I know. We ate a bunch of edibles <laughs> and went to the strip last night. Holy fuck, I was high. Like, that we was the highest were, I've been in public in years. We both were, we were both pretty high eating, how much, $38 fried chicken. Yeah, we ate that fried chicken. That was funny. It was delicious as fuck. It was super It was good. on this weird table that was a really, really long C-shaped table, I guess. And there was this weird, awkward couple that kept making fucking eye contact with me. And I was high as shit. I could literally see them the whole time. That was so awkward. We were also like laughing hysterically, so yeah, we were probably being loud. And we sounded you know. like the episode again of the Family Guy, where Lois and Peter are both high, <laughs> thinking they're making good fucking music. I thought <laughs> that, I was stringing together good sentences and shit. We're just laughing, having the time of our lives, and everyone. That else. really was us. Oh my god! It hit me all like at once, and I had a drink, so it was like. And on top of that, my contacts got super dry and cloudy, so I couldn't see anything. And I was like, I just got to get out of here. Like, yeah. 
it was so bad. I was like, Christian, you're gonna have to help me walk back to the car. And I felt so bad because I was like telling him about this place called Milk in the Cosmo, and I was like, oh, they have like these badass desserts. Like, yeah, she got me all fucking hyped for this place. I was like, ah, <laughs> shit. And I was just the perfect amount of fucked up when we were leaving the restaurant. I was like, all right, we're gonna go here. And she just like, I had to like walk her to her car. She's like fucking Mark Wahlberg and fucking Ted too. <laughs> I didn't know where our, she's like, that's exactly, I want to go home. That's exactly. I want to go to the house. Can you help me? Who are you? Babe, shut up. We're in the car. <laughs> Who are you? When he's like on the wall, yeah, right? Yeah. That was literally me. Christian was help like, help me. Christian was like, come on. It's right there. Let's go. I was like, please. Can we I can't please find my home. The and then to fuck with her on the way home. I was like the perfect amount of blades. They were sativa edibles, luckily. So they made you like, if they made you up, they're not making you really tired. So I like turned on Dragon Ball Z songs and I was going in and out of traffic. I was acting like I was. Oh my God. That was so funny. I was literally like, this is who I spent five years of my life with. And on the way, was it on the way there when you were playing all like your hype songs? Yeah, I was. Or was it when we were leaving? That was both. Both. I, I kept the playlist alive. It was a fun night. Okay. So here's one case. Of somebody having Wendigo psychosis. And I got this from legendsofamerica.com. 1878. A Plains Creek uh, trapper. I don't know what that is. From Alberta named Swift Runner. Suffered one of the worst cases known. Swift Runner was a trader. With the Hudson's Bay. With the Hudson's Bay Company. Who was married. And a father of six children. Holy shit. He had hella kids. In 1875, he served as a guide for Northwest Mountain. Mountain Northwest Mountain. Mounted police. During the winter of 1878 through 79, Swift Runner and his family were starving, along with numerous other Cree families. His eldest son was the first to die of starvation, and at some point, Swift Runner succumbed to Wendigo. Was succumbed to Wendigo psychosis. Through emergency food supplies. Um, they were able, what? Through emergency food supplies were available at Hudson's Bay Company post some 25 miles away. He did not attempt to travel there. Rather, he killed the remaining members of his family and consumed them. Jesus. He eventually confessed. What thinking, Swift Runner? Yeah, I seriously fucked in the head. He eventually confessed and was executed by authorities at Fort S- Saskatchewan. Fort Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. Fort Saskatchewan. Jack Fiddler, an OG Cree chief and medicine what? man. I think that's the name of the... No, the, the Cree. Did you say OG? Like well, his original case? <laughs> oh, what's his name? Oh, it's O-J-I. Or is it O-J-I? Oh, no, I was just laughing because it sounded like you said an OG Cree chief. <laughs> yeah. This OG Cree chief motherfucker that I knew, right? So this is what happened. Um, he was also a medicine man, known for his powers of defeating Wendigos. Sounds made up. He's just fucking Dumbledore <laughs> of Wendigos. Fiddler claimed to have defeated 14 Wendigos during his lifetime. Some of these creatures were said to have um, been sent by enemy shamans and other members of his own band who had been taken with insatiable incurable desire to eat human flesh in later cases fiddler was usually asked by family members 
uh, family members of Korean missionaries were all aware of the win did that sentence not make sense it made sense I'm just thinking about what if this guy had like his own blade type movie okay, just no. to burn kill on the windigos sorry I messed up when I copy and paste things Fiddler was usually asked by family members um, to kill a very sick loved one before they turned into windigos that's harsh Fiddler's own brother, Peter Flitt, was killed after turning into a Wendigo when food ran out on the trading expedition. Hudson's Bay Company traders, um, the Cree, and missionaries were all known, were all well aware of Wendigo legends, though they were often explained it as just a mental illness or superstition. Regardless, several incidents of people turning into Wendigos and eating human flesh are documented in records of the company. So this company has like... Hella fucking scenarios where they've seen them. But again, it goes back to like the scarcity thing. Yeah, so it probably has to do a lot with just uh, their myth and whatever else com coming into play. I mean, what else do you really have to do besides, I guess... If, Blame if, it on something like that mm -hmm. because like... It's, like, kind of unfathomable. Like, I I don't think... I can never even think about... The, I would probably just die of starvation. Yeah, seriously. In 1907, Fiddler and his brother Joseph were arrested by the Canadian authorities for murder. Jack committed suicide, but Joseph tried... and But Joseph was tried and sentenced to a life in prison. He ultimately was granted a pardon, but died three days later in jail before receiving the news of his pardon. That's terrible. Yes, yeah, never dark. Got, he never got to see freedom. Nope. So that's what I have on Wendigos. So why do you think a skinwalker could defeat a Wendigo? There's Wendigos have weaknesses. You don't think that a skinwalker could turn into an owl and go find a piece of silver and just stab his motherfucker when he's sleeping? He can fly. That's pretty far fetched. And skinwalkers, you said that your friend had a story where someone got, sh a skinwalker got shot and it fell. Yeah, it fell, but it didn't die. It didn't die? <laughs> no. Uh -oh. That's what I'm trying to tell you. All right. Remember when he used to say, why do you always shut out Sergio? He doesn't even listen. Well, it turns out Sergio does listen to our podcast. <laughs> and this is the story that he told me at work. So he said that he had a, a family member that was in Mexico then um, for like four nights in a row that there was this owl that was just outside his window screeching. And I guess he tried everything. He like shouted at it and then one night and it went away for a second and then it just kept getting worse and it wouldn't leave. So it just kept screeching late at night the whole time. And if you watch a video of a fucking owl screech over and over again, it's pretty intimidating. I've it's heard not, it. Yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, they sound scary. Mm -hmm. When we were little and we lived further out from the city, um, there used to be owls around there and they would actually walk on top of where our room was and you could hear it. Yeah, what's more? What's, I mean, I don't think there's many things that... Uh, like owls are the definitely the most predatory night <laughs> night uh i guess bird yeah? yeah let's use that yeah think about uh what's that what's that movie where about the mice and they fucking try to get they all, the owl almost eats them and it has like cobwebs on it and shit it's animated uh five o goes west 
no, I, I don't know. Actually, maybe. I don't think so. But besides the point. So this owl keeps chirping. Like he, he tried everything. He like, you know, shot or he um, yelled at it and he and then it screamed at it and then he threw stuff at it. Nothing was working. It just kept staying there. It kept coming back night after night until one night he pulled out his shotgun. He loaded two shells in that motherfucker. Clicked back and shot the thing right in the fucking chest. Shot for the owl. And hit it. Direct shot. And then the craziest thing was, guess what? What? All he heard was a really, really loud thud. Not consistent to how big that owl was. Hit the ground. That's just creepy. So what I think, and what he thinks too, is that he hit a skinwalker. And it transformed back into something and, and got away. Because he searched the clearing to see if the owl was dead. There was nothing there. Ew, no thank you. See, like, that's just something about owls. Owls are always like, um, what's that movie where it was supposedly like real footage of like this lady being, um, she like got abducted or something and it had something to do with owls. Mila Jovovich is like the main character. I don't know, but owls are like part of a whole bunch of creepy fucking yeah, cult. The folklore. La Chusa. Yeah. Is an owl. The fucking Illuminati have owl. It's all seeing and whatever else. That's like oh, one of yeah. the things. Kind think of like, about... um, what's that? We're, we're going to do an episode on. The Bohemian. Bohemian Grove. Yeah. They have the Bohemian huge Grove. owl. Um... They light it on fire. There's so much creepy shit about owls. It's not even funny. So that's probably why they like to be owls. But if you guys remember what movie I'm talking about. About the owl with all the cobwebs and the mice and all the other shit. And then. For some reason, they the mice get trapped inside and they have this, I don't know. It's just a weird movie, but that's what it reminds me of. Well, I feel like Mexico is just fucking scary. They have so much shit going on in Mexico. Like, they have those, uh, like, humanoid things that look like witches that wear, like, cloaks and they just, like, float around the hills in Mexico. Yeah. And then I remember when I was little, they would tell us about, um, like, these little people that live in the hills in Mexico. They live, like, in the cracks. And they would, like, come and take the children from, like, the villages into the cracks and they would eat them. Yeah. And that's what, that's crazy. Mexicans just use some fucked up shit to tell their kids to. That's like, true. That's, I mean, this combination of both. Um, yeah, Mexico is a scary place. All right. Do you want me to tell you one of these stories? And then you can decide. Well... I'm not like, you just wanted to do Skinwalker, so you kind of just gave me the assignment of doing Wendigos, but I kind of think that Skinwalkers would win, just because they can transform whenever they want to, and Wendigos are just, that's their final form. That's true. But we learned from Jiren that it's deceptive. He's bald all the time, just one, his titties got bigger when he transformed all the way. Okay, tell me a story. Because probably most of our listeners don't know who Jern is. It's a badass. But let me pull on up a story. Let me come on down to story time around here. The Something Isn't Right podcast. <laughs> Go ahead. Grab yourself a nice cup of drink. Whatever it may be. I'm smoking on a nice doobie right now. They know that. I mean, you could hear you inhaling and exhaling all the time do in I, all of our episodes. Do I sound like uh, my humps? 
they got. All right, say less. Um, this one's called Yanalushi is watching me. These are all encounters. So play like a, a rainy, a rainy, <coughs> a rainy tune in the background so that I can get it. Set the mood. You Turn play the lights a rainy down. tune. Turn editor, Mr. Editor. I can do that. I'll play a little rainy background right now. Listen, it's going to right now. My grandmother on my mother's side has always been very superstitious. For lack of better word, she's not religious, but she does believe in a lot of paranormal stuff. Her mother was full-blooded Navajo and her father was Irish. That's interesting. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Dutch Korean. You're a walking <laughs> contradiction. <laughs> Either way, she'd never been anywhere east of Montana and she grew up in Nevada. Shout out Nevada. One year when I was in grade school. Oh, fuck me. My fucking thing moved. Oh my God. You pulled a me. One year. When I was in grade school, we went to visit her. Most of the visit was pretty uneventful, let's say. Typical boring old people shit. Except she always kept her curtains drawn shut and would always peek out the window when someone asked what she was doing. <laughs> would always peek out the window and when someone asked what she was doing, she would simply reply, Ew. This went on for nearly the entire visit until a few days before we were due to leave. My grandma and my then baby brother, he's 19 now, LOL, were in the <laughs> front yard that evening, planting flowers, when all of a sudden my grandmother starts shouting, insert little brother's name here, get away from that creature. She, oh, <laughs> sorry lady. Insert little brother's name here, get away from that creature, it's not safe. Of course, being in Nevada, we all assumed that my brother had found a scorpion or a rattlesnake, so we all run inside. Or, we all ran outside. They didn't run away. They were like, <laughs> they're let's like, go towards it. Every man for himself. No, they ran towards it. I know, but that's These not what dicks. you said at first. I know, I know. We're leaving. Our little brother, he's 19 now, LOL. So, my grandmother was out there, right? Clutching my little brother and shaking in terror against the side of the house. Standing out in the yard was a large, black, Great Dane-sized dog. It was staring at my grandmother with intensity I'd never seen before. It looked up at us, gave a little huff, and bounded off. I don't remember if it moved unusually fast or not, but I do remember it had really deep yellow eyes. When my mother asked my grandmother what happened, she kept repeating, Again, Alushi had us found me. She moved a couple weeks after that. Did it say what part of Nevada that was? Not here. I feel like a lot of scary shit happens in like northern Nevada. Yeah, closer to uh, Arizona. Is that closer to Arizona? On the other side of Nevada. Isn't that where it is? I mean, I guess Idaho too, but... Yeah, Idaho. That was creepy. Um, that was a good one, yeah? Yeah, that one was creepy. You want me to read another one? Yes, please. I got 
I got two little shorter ones. I only have one story. Okay. On the res alone at night. That's what this one's called. On the what? Re like the reservation? Uh-huh. Okay. Holy shit, my mouth's dry. Let me get a drink of water. Here. Cue elevator music. Sorry. You're a good lassie. On the res alone at night, my uncle and cousin saw a large deer on the side of the road. When they got closer, it hopped over the fence like a bipedal man. Oh, no. A deer? Yeah. You just run. You just see this deer stand up on all two legs. No, fuck that. That's hilarious. That No, that's creepy as fuck. Yeah, like... <laughs> literally never see deers like oh my god i don't know why that's just so creepy to me okay sorry one time driving back from Gallup, my dad saw an old navajo woman walking on the side of the road and when he slowed to offer her a ride she took off into the plains quickly with inhuman speed <sighs> once when i was a kid my family was at my aunt's house which is in the rural secluded area when we were toyed with by a few entities. They would make animal noises, and when we looked in the direction from which the noises were coming from, they would turn a flashlight on and off. The things would? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, ew, this is giving me goosebumps. The noises would come from all directions, in increasingly shorter succession. Usually when I'm there on the reservation visiting, alone, late at night, I will feel the presence of evil and dread. Panic and paranoia will wash over me, and as sudden as it comes, it will leave. That's... Was that the end? Yeah. That's fucking crazy, because... Um, they just have flashlights. They're like, let's... You want to play the flashlight game? It's probably not flashlights, but that's just so creepy. Like, I don't know. That's the, like, when they transform, that it blinks. That's just so weird. And then, like, how they said they felt like the... As soon as, like, the bad energy comes, it leaves, because that's just, like, um, I don't know how to describe it. Like, sometimes, um, like, when I talk about, like, certain, like, paranormal things with, like, my mom or, like, my aunt and stuff, they always talk it's about, all like... all of a sudden, that feeling? Yeah, like, like, if someone's just passing through the house, like, you can feel it, and then it's gone. Yeah. It's just weird that how, aura. like, our, like, us, hu like, humans have, like, that sense, like... Where you, where you can, like, sense things that you can't see. Kind of like when you can feel someone staring at you without looking up. Yeah, I the feel energy. Like that's There's the some sort of energy that's involved with it. It's probably, like, subconscious. We don't even realize it. Uh, yeah, like, you're, you need to open up your third eye, maybe. Reptilian brain. Yeah, but, okay. Re I'm ready. I'm good for another one. That was, that was creepy. They're just using flashlights. They're like, oh! <laughs> I know what I'm going from the sky. It's just some creepy ah, ah, ah. That reminds me. Um, <laughs> one time. I was just doing the background. Okay, I'll wait. Go get it out. That's all I got. I don't know. Just what does so a shark know, make? Christian like has like a little bit of Tourette. So sometimes I have to just let him have his episodes. Chill. Like the next episode. episode, episode. No, I was saying... um hell this oh i was oh i was probably like 14 or 15 because i was gonna stand in this girl's quinceanera this is why me and my mom were at our house 
but they like kind of live next to this was still when we didn't live too much like in the city mm -hmm. it was like a little bit more on the outskirts so they live right next to like like an open field and then there's like some woods further back and um creepy woods uh well all woods are kind of creepy when it gets dark so we're like standing outside and my mom was actually friends with her mom i think they like went to high school together or something and um so we're outside talking and like in the distance we heard like something whistle like it all of us thought it was like a bird or something so the girl that i was standing her quinceanera she like mimicked the whistle and did it back and then it did it back to her and so she like whistled a different whistle and then it whistled it mimicked the girl so my mom was like let's go <laughs> like i don't know what that is but she was like what if it's like just some crazy person in the woods that's true but what if it's like not i don't know what's scarier because if it's like something like a creature or something that's obviously scary but if it's just a fucking like homeless man in the woods yeah. watching you he's not even like opening whistles. his mouth up because he has holes he's like one of his teeth's missing he's like whistling yeah. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> or another theory what if it was the yin yang twins why would it be the yin yang twins maybe they're out in the woods just like whistle while you twerk and the other one's like and then she just heard that, so she responded. Fucking could be them, too. It wasn't like a tune whistle. It was like just like a pitch. Like it went up and then it went down. Like in the Hunger Games. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Similar to that. Okay. Well, I, I just wanted to throw it out there. We don't want to roll out the Yang Twins. I'm pretty sure they weren't fucking hanging out in the south side of San Antonio. <laughs> they're just down there. They're woods. like in the woods outside. They're like, Yang Yang in this thing. Yang Yang. Come on. I just drug that together pretty decently. You can't get mad at me. That was creative. All right. You ready? Yes. Okay. This third one is called It Moved Like a Toy Rocking Horse. Dun, dun, dun. So, my uncle is Mexican and Native American. This story happened in the Mojave Desert in Southern California. He was driving around with his girlfriend late at night and they saw something that looked like a huge black dog on the side of the road. Mm -hmm. He slowed down and the dog began crossing the road. Instead of walking like a normal dog would, this thing moved like a toy rocking horse. No. <laughs> no. What? No fucking thank you. It was like <laughs> making eye contact with you. Oh my god. Jesus. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be laughing. I just laugh when I'm nervous. That's fucking makes me... Because I can see us seeing some shit like that because of where we live or when we like drive to California. Yeah. Like I'm always scared I'm going to see some creepy shit and we usually drive at night. Yeah. Doesn't matter because we got a Jeep. Yeah, I think they know if they listen to all our previous episodes, they know you have a Jeep. A dude, a hundred on the highway. We'll fuck some. We'll fuck one of these things up if we were driving that fast. <laughs> Just hit that fucking steel front bumper. Bow. We're almost done, Loki. All right. He said it stopped in the middle of the road and stared right at them, and it had eyes with a red glow. 
My uncle is the most badass person I know, and it scared the fuck out of him. That's it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Nothing else happened. Yeah, that would scare the fuck out of me, too. I have one more little short one, but I also have a pretty good long one. Okay. I want to hear both of them. Do you want me to just read my one? And Holy then you could, guacamole. Yeah. You can finish. Yeah. I only found really one that was like interesting. The rest were like super, super long and they were all, all audio. So I was like, I'm not going to sit here and copy this stuff down. It's going to take forever. So this is from TrueTexasHorrorStories.com. Uh, and I was like, this kind of contradicts my research because Wendigos aren't supposed to be in Texas. Because it's not very cold. It's not very chilly in Texas, is well, it? Not all year round. I mean, North Texas gets decently cold, but like... It's muy frío in Northern Texas. <laughs> don't, don't do that. I'm allowed to do that. I'm fucking Hispanic. I can do that shit if I want. Okay. Wendigos are real. <laughs> just like Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> yes, just like Jennifer Lopez. Alright, I'm sorry. Wendigos are real. Wendigos are real. And one that has been sighted all over Texas... Is the same one I saw a couple times. This last time though, I saw a clear detailed body and I'll never forget its huge black eyes. I've heard its mimic cry of dying animals and I even and even my old friend calling for help from the dark forest, even though I knew they were home because I dropped them off at their house and walked home myself. Ew. That's fucking gross. That's like in uh, the movie we just That watched. actually... Oh, yeah. The tall grass or whatever. That, was that actually good. sounds more like a skinwalker, though, because it can mimic... Yeah. Okay. But anyways. um, it's try, It tried to learn me in, lure me into the woods, but I know it's game. In the winter of 2006, twice in 2018, around fall months, and again... In the new year of 2019. Oh, so this is re- what was recent. This shit just fucking happens. January 12, 2019. It was relatively cold, a relatively cold night with slight misting. I circled my whole town because it's pretty small. Coming home, I walked by a large patch of woods. Nobody goes in except me because I'm the adventurous type. As I'm coming up to it with the woods on my right and an old metal building with two small white houses beside to my left, I see a tall eight to ten foot pale figure briskly walking across the dirt road <laughs> from one of the houses to the woods um, about 40 feet in front of me. I know I saw something, but I but ignored it and continued walking forward. What the fuck? Okay, so this person said, I'm not going to go into the woods because I hear this thing. And then he's like, sometimes I go into the woods because I'm adventurous. And now he's like, I saw a creature, but I'm going to still go into the woods. Yeah, that's fucked up. He just looks like he's walking towards this thing that looks like an enormous Kirkland Meesings. (laughs) Yeah. Then this feeling of heaviness and dread washes over me as if I'm being watched. I take out my phone and switch on the light app. And keep it aimed at the woods. I turn my head back and forth from the houses. From the houses to the woods as I'm walking still. About the fifth time I look back at the woods, there it is. It's on all fours, crouching over. 
but it easily is still five feet tall at the shoulder. Crazy. I'm around five foot, by the way. So that's how I could tell. I'd be scared, too, if I was a little tiny dwarf guy. I don't know if this is a, gr- a guy or a girl, actually. Why the fuck would a girl go in the woods by herself? I could see a guy that has, like, tiny man syndrome. He's like, I need to prove myself. And he's like, I'll go inside the woods. And then everyone's like, look at him. He's not even afraid. He's in the woods. That's I could see that. But why would a woman do that? She's just a know, tiny... She's adventurous, she said, if this is a she. Okay. It was, again, only about 40 feet away. It had bleached white skin, a bald head, huge black eyes, human face, and body, except it looked extremely (laughs) emaciated. (laughs) Sorry. And and its its arms were like super long twigs. It started and swayed its body back and forth like a mantis. Like this. It sounds like something from Rick and Morty. <laughs> that, that's when I ran as fast as I could. I only looked back after I ran a block. I didn't choose. It didn't choose me, but I'm pretty sure it was upset. I interrupted its spying session on people sleeping in those houses. Ew. That's fucking gross. No. Oh my it didn't. God. Eat, it didn't eat him because it fucking felt bad for that guy. <laughs> he was like he's. Please be careful in Yorktown, Texas at night. If you're here, I know you'll believe me and take my advice. He was running like, he was running as fast as he could with his little legs. Stop that, Christian. (laughs) Baby legs. (laughs) I'll get, I'll be right there. Pit, pat, pit, pat, pit, pat. Fuck out of here. Stop. I'm just kidding. You know what? I, for some reason, I like was going to go do a delivery or something for a car, like I said. And I, like, had to go check the details, so I, like, ran back there. And I just wanted to see if I could still run. I'm, like, still super fast. <laughs> That's great. Super fast. All right. You want to hear one more story? This one's long as fook. Let's do it. All right. If you don't want to listen to this, I'll tell you when you can fast forward, because this shit is fucking long. I'm not going to lie to you. On top of the fact that I... Damn it! Don't forget, edit that out. I am pretty stoned right now, and I'm gonna do my best. Yeah, my mouth is super dry. I was trying. I'm just trying to get through it now. Here's a water. You could sponsor us, water. Should we do ASMR on our podcast? Let us know if you want to hear that. No, we don't want to do that shit. I wonder if beatboxers are really good at that. Probably. I mean, I don't think it takes much talent. To beatbox? No, to do ASMR. I was like, sorry. Please don't say that to me. I was like, dang, cuz. (laughs) Please don't say that to me. I was like, dang, son. Alright, say less. It was like it knew we knew what it really was. Dun-dun-dun. Here's a here's a going. Here it goes. Something isn't right. Story time. time Spit time, it out time, already. Time, time, time. Just read the story. I decided to join my bestie Karen for a three day stay at her grandma's place on the res. Her grandmother lives near a place called Tuba City, Arizona. <laughs> That's funny. 
I used to live by Yuba City. This one's called Tuba. Tuba City. All right, little known place called Tuba City. In the middle of nowhere, but surrounded by rural homes. We go to college together, and I was kind of interested to know about the Navajo tradition. The first day we stayed, it was pretty chill, nothing out of the ordinary. But then her grandma, not that old, around 67, said that a stray dog came out of nowhere and wouldn't leave. To me, it did act kind of strange and ugly looking. It acted ugly. (laughs) What the fuck is that? Black. It had a shaggy coat. It looked like a mix between a German shepherd and a lab. That night, we were watching a movie in the living room. The Is he barking? I think it's a dog outside. Alright. That night, we were watching a movie in the living room. Had big windows that looked out into the front where the cars are parked. Nothing fancy. With the curtains wide open. Grandma was in the kitchen cooking dinner and we were watching a movie next to the... We were watching a movie. God, that's what periods are. Damn it! Stupid! <laughs> Stupid! <laughs> Next to the window is a medium bookshelf, and that's where the DVDs are kept. Karen went to put back a DVD we had just watched, but she freaked out because that stray black dog was staring at us through the window, standing on top of the wood box outside. Not something normal dogs do from my point of view, or hers. Usually my dog, which is a house dog, scratches the door to be let in. Res dogs aren't house dogs, and dogs inside homes are frowned upon in Navajo tradition, meant to protect the house and the owner outside. Little known fact, yeah? The other dogs seemed to stay away from it. Karen opened the door and yelled at it to get off the box. It ran off behind the shed. We went to Tuba City to get some groceries. Then we came back to the house. The dog was nowhere to be seen. Nothing was unusual. Nothing was unusual. Grandma went to visit some people, so it was just Karen and I. And at about five o'clock, we heard someone trying to open the door. Both of us looked out since there had been no car. We didn't. (laughs) Both of us looked out since there had been no car heard and no dogs barking. Looking out the living room window to the door, and then there was the dog trying to open the door with its paws. Dun dun dun! Ew! This so dog is just opening. It, was it just like? Well, I guess you wouldn't know. That's just creepy. All right. I don't know. I had a vision. It. I don't know why it just wouldn't turn its hands into regular hands. Yeah. If it's, it's like those stupid it. aliens from Signs. If it's just. <laughs> oh yeah, because they can't yeah, open doors. They don't, have, they don't have thumbs. They don't know how to open doors. And they just get kick, They kick everyone in the dick when they're fucking saying hello. <laughs> hello. All right. Um. So the dog was trying to open the door with its paws. Two paws wrapped around the brass doorknob, standing on its hind legs. I thought it was weird, but wasn't really freaking out. What? Karen was, though. She opened the door and chased it off. Fuck! She's, like, freaked out. She's like, hey! Get out of here, dog! She's just, like, really good with overcoming fear. She yeah what this Karen, Karen I applaud you you're a badass. You just don't unless you just had no idea what you stumbled into but we'll find out. Okay, so she opened the door and chased it off. 
Grandma came back later, and then Karen told Grandma. Grandma didn't like what she heard at all. We got ready to sleep, and we slept in the spare bedroom since it had two beds. One window with the curtains opened up a little. That was a weird way to structure that. We turned off the light, but then there was a sound coming from on top of the roof where we were in. Pitter-patter footsteps and scratching sounds and panting, and it sounded like it jumped off onto the large plastic water barrel they had. At first, we heard what sounded like barking, but as it grew louder, the other dogs seemed to be barking at something also. But all of a sudden, something was running around the house barking, and it was no- Ew, that's fucking gross. It's just running- it's just this dude running around barking? What? Did you move your foot? Yeah. Oh god, that was creeping me out. <laughs> I'm sorry, I rubbed my foot against this. I was like this. I literally- did you see I fucking jumped in that tag mode? Yeah. I didn't do that on purpose. Sorry. Alright, but this motherfucker said this. Just exactly like that, adding the W's and R's and A's. Then, panting again by the window, and we started freaking out. Karen decided to, in my opinion it was pretty stupid, open the curtains and look out. Karen's like, let's look at this thing right in the eyes. Yeah, Karen's brave as shit. That's crazy. There was a stray dog on its hind legs looking into our bedroom, but this time it stuck and what I thought were two black holes in the neck. Another pair of eyes twinkled. Ew! So is he wearing a costume? No, it says, think of those ugly, glossy spider eyes staring at you. Ew, so it had more than one set of eyes? Yeah, like, it's that's it's like transforming and... Yeah. Oh no. Or the it, it put another set of. This episode's stuff. creepier than I thought it was gonna be. Like I never get like goose like physical goosebumps. This shit is like giving me physical goosebumps. <laughs> All right. The paws were deformed, looking hands with overgrown, somewhat thick and sharp fingernails. So, again, both screaming and shutting the curtains closed. Grandma came running through the door and seeing it. First thing she did was grab ashes from the fireplace, load three shells into the shotgun from under her bed, bless herself in Navajo, and went outside to shoot it. Oh, shit. Grandma's a G, too. <coughs> Grandma in Death of a Skinwalker 1. <laughs> <laughs> Yelling in Navajo about how the thing wasn't welcome there and how to get the hell out of there for it to go linger somewhere else. Okay. Them both being traditional, the next day they called a medicine man to come over and put uh, put cedar in. He prayed over everyone with cedar smoke and an eagle feather, and he blessed the place. He made us eat bitter herbs called eagle's gull or something and gave me an arrowhead. Apparently I needed to carry one for protection, and a little pouch called the corn pollen seems to work pretty well. Called the what? Corn pollen? Yeah. I think it's just like those little sacks that they carry. Mm -hmm. The medicine man said that the dog was a skinwalker. Which uh, in Navajo is a long word, but I called them Yoshis. So that's what she said. So the body of a stray dog, which was killed by the skinwalker, made an illusion so we wouldn't know if it was a real dog. 
He also said that Yoshi tend to harm people by using some sort of human bone straw to spit at someone. Uh, it says, parenthesis, think spitball is only deadlier. <laughs> okay. It's rude. And get human bones into them. Doctors can't detect it, but the medicine man that day pulled a piece of a human skull out of Grandma's right shoulder. Pretty big. And about two inches long and one centimeter thick. What? How did she not feel that in her shoulder? It was real because we watched him pull it out of her, and that was intense. The end. That was the end? That yeah. was the long one? Actually, this one's, I think this one's the long one. But they're pretty fucking long. There's a, another one too if you want. I'm all in. I'm getting pretty jested. Okay. Well, if you want to read one more, if not, I think we're good. We've been recording for a while. I can read one more. We're only at 21. We got time. Okay. We got time. We got time. We got to spark this bitch up so that we can go in fucking. We can just go out with a bang. I think people are going to just get annoyed that we smoke because. You can totally tell the energy from the beginning of the podcast, so, like, once this sets in. No, I'm, like, reading more energetic. Okay. You don't think so? Yeah, you are. I just feel way more relaxed now, though. It's all right. This has a lot of myocern in it, and that's what's making you feel stoned at this moment. You know what this is called? What's that? Cement shoes. Oh, my God. I don't like this shit. You already smoked the doobie I, of it, son. I know, but this is the stuff that we like smoked the other day, and then I was like so tired, I almost didn't get up and do like my skincare routine. And I'm an esthetician; I have to do. This. Oh no! <laughs> Not that. <laughs> Just wait, son. This is me from the medicine man. This is the medicine man. We smoke on the doobie. Don't do accents like that. I was doing like a reggae. Like what? what's wrong with doing a reggae sound? You might offend somebody. Why? I fuck with Ross's tough. Yeah, but you're really good at accents. Not so much that one. I don't have to be good at accents to be like telling them like, whatever. Agree to disagree. <laughs> Fook. Read the story. All right. Here's a good one, too. And it's titled, I used to be a skeptic, but not after this. I was visiting my grandparents. If All I these had a stories, dollar for every time I heard that line, I'd have about $5. I have, yeah, $5. <laughs> I got hella quarters. Uh, what? Nothing. I used to be a skeptic, but not after this. So it starts out visiting grandparents. Who everyone's just visiting their grandparents. As grandparents you are like I know, don't get me wrong, but grandparents seem to be like the fucking creators of of eagle eagles. They're creators of eagles. Are you sure you want to read this last story? Yeah, I do. I I'll be fucking fine. But grandparents just seem like for some reason, why do all these fucking evil things hang out around them? That sucks. But let's continue. I was visiting my grandparents out in Shiprock, New Mexico during last October to see family and to go to the Northern Navajo Nation Fair that week. Many Navajo people, including my own family, are very reluctant to speak about skinwalkers because it is believed to attract their attention. Well, fuck. 
However, I grew up from the Navajo Nation and was very naive about the subject. Excuse me, grew up away from the Navajo Nation. When it came to skinwalkers, I was an absolute skeptic. My mother used to tell a story of, about how back in the 80s when she lived with her and her siblings and my grandparents, who are still in Shiprock but by the southern outskirts, and about how she and my aunt saw a skinwalker just outside their driveway under a streetlight. She described it as a black dog with dirty fur, a twisted noodle-like front leg, and these unnatural eyes with a soft burnt orange glow. Ew. So it always, almost always comes with like a dog. Yeah. Just an ugly-ass dog. Maybe because they're like, like around more. Like if you saw it on a Sarah McLaughlin commercial, you'd be like, man, that dog's going to stay there. But if it was a skinwalker, fuck that guy. We got him in a cage. Just like jail for skinwalkers. The pound. Me being my own closed-minded self doubted every word that my mother said, but I never said those doubts aloud. I didn't want to hurt her feelings. But these doubts totally changed last year when I went to my grandmother's house. Me and my family had just finished going to the carnival at the Navajo Nation Fair and called it a night. The house was close enough where we could walk home in just about 10 minutes, so we did. When we got there, it was about 9 at night where we stayed up until about 2 in the morning catching up about other family affairs and then the local news. It was during that time that I decidedly opened my mouth and blurted out the question, Hey, are skinwalkers real? <laughs> Random. Guys? I asked, shouldn't you be speak? You shouldn't be speaking about that. My grandmother said with an almost disturbed yell in her voice. So she and my grandmother both decided to go to bed. After being scolded by my mom, one of my aunts chimes in with a very cautious tone and says, they're real. All right. Had a few start screaming outside my of my trailer in Farmington just a few nights ago. <laughs> I'm Crazy. sorry, it just would be a trailer. You're worse than me. Your cousin had nightmares the whole night, and we woke up crying that morning. Crazy. Not wanting to push the discomfort any further, we all decided to go to bed. Now the trailer slash home is pretty old, and it was a really nice night, so we slept with the windows open with the screens to prevent the bugs from coming in. Oh. Everyone had drifted off to sleep except me because my mind was still going a million miles a minute about skinwalkers and wondered if they ever encountered one while they were here on the reservation, or if I would as well. As a kid, I was told, as a kid, I was told it was taboo to think about skinwalkers because it can still call their attention. That's oh. when the shit totally hit the fan. Just as I was settling and finally getting relaxed for sleep, I started to hear something moving outside. I get up from the couch and start wandering over to the kitchen window. In the trailer, all of the rooms have lights out, so the only visible light that can be seen is from the porch light out front. I was thankful for this because I, was to I told myself if it really was a skinwalker outside, then hopefully it wouldn't notice me seeing it. So I muster up the courage and take a very quick scan outside. From the porch light, all I can see is a dusty ground and the vehicles that my family drove along with some of the old metal trash cans that stood beside the road. 
looking for about four good seconds. I wasn't able to see anything, so I was getting ready to turn around and walk back to bed thinking it was just a stray cat or something. Only have taken two steps. I heard what sounded like a distorted scream coming from the outside, definitely close by. Fear rising inside of me, I look outside again, and there I see it. A coyote-like figure was staring at my direction from behind the cars, just outside of the road on a porch light. It only looked awfully wrong and gave off an evil vibe just from seeing it. It was gray, with very disheveled hair, and a horrific orange-red soft glow came from its eyes. I noped the hell out. (laughs) It just says, I noped the hell out. And ran back to the bedroom. I was at that moment. I had begun to also notice an awful stench in the air that smelled like rotting meat. I started to wake up. And my mom was like, oh my god, it's almost 3am, what do you want? I immediately began in a shaken voice, there's something scary outside. Oh my god, no. <laughs> no thank you. Then she said, now annoyed because I woke her up, ugh, it's, it's probably just a stray cat or an animal or something. It's the res. Animals wander all the time at night. She obviously wasn't getting the drift of what I was saying, so I screamed. There's some Blair Witch Project shit going on outside, Ma. <laughs> Is that what it really said? Deadass. That's what she fucking wrote. <laughs> oh, my God. This got her attention. I'd fucking hope if he screamed that shit. What? What the hell are you talking about? She asked. <laughs> then we heard it. The thing outside started making more of its dreadful-like screams and started what sounded like thrashing outside on the ground. Hear that? That's what I'm talking about. So both her and I got up and looked outside the window, and the coyote-like thing was making its way toward the door. Oh, fuck It walked with an odd limp and dragged its back right leg as if it had a handicap. We could hear it start to scratch against the door and make it this odd muffled moaning sound. Oh, I hate this. My mom went and got my dad, and they both started shouting in Navajo, all sorts of words telling the thing to go away and saying it's not welcome here. Well, all this commotion was enough to get the rest of the trailer up and into the hallway. The only thing my mom did was turn on them and she said, Skinwalker, while proceeding to point to the door noises that were still happening. Apparently, they already knew. Damn. All those stories legit gave me goosebumps. Like, the back of, like, what's that thing? The hair on the back of your neck is standing up? Yeah. That's me right now. Well, that's all stuff that I got. Those are all stories I actually had. Like, hella, there's a shit ton of stories. That's why I was like, like this will be hella easy. That was like, I don't know. It like creeps me out just because I think about like kind of where we live. Like, we don't live that far off from like, you know, mountains and stuff like that. Like, I could easily like just driving, you know, kind of like further out, like mm-hmm. picture something creepy being in those mountains or something. We drive, we drive past that. I know. It's just so eerie. I never, ever want to see anything creepy like that. That's why I never want to go camping. Like, I think woods are, like, the woods and forests and all that, that's so scary to me. Yeah, we're never going to fucking go camping. No, I just feel like... No, I know. I, like, ruined our fucking option to go camping by starting this podcast with you. Yeah, it's just no thanks. There's so much shit going on. Not even just this stuff. There's, like, Bigfoot ripping people in half there's haunted forests like no yeah all the things from fucking goosebumps 
Goat man. Yeah. Shit. Well, we should let the little fo- uh, the little fat one out. Yeah. Do you want to say bye to these guys? Bye, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to our sixth episode. We'll come at you with some other interesting shit soon. Also, um, email us any listener stories, encounters, true crime, anything at somethingisarightpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you. Let us know what you think. Thank you.